Hello everybody. Thank you for joining SEMA. My name is John White. I'm not a registered medical practitioner and I'm not qualified to give medical advice. The health advice I'm about to give is for educational purposes only. If you have any medical questions or concerns, please see a registered medical professional. I live in China about 340 miles away from Wuhan, where the virus may have started. On February the 11th, most cities in China were locked up solid. People were told to stay indoors and to wear masks. And if they had to go outside, they had to cover themselves completely. Most shops were closed and essential items like food were purchased online. In China, people live in living districts, in large, tall apartments. The purchased goods, like the food, were delivered to the security gates of these living districts to prevent couriers from possibly spreading the virus. China recently relaxed these restrictions and allowed people to return to work. However, before entering the workplace, people must first prove that they are not infected and obtain a health permit. And everyone has the temperatures checked at multiple checkpoints throughout the day. These harsh measures have enabled China to win the battle against the virus. Every single person in China suffered financially and emotionally. Thousands of businesses went bankrupt and hundreds of thousands lost their jobs. Yet people lived, and the Chinese people are thankful for that. The temporary loss of personal freedom was necessary. Unfortunately, the virus has now spread to many other countries, and more people are living in fear. With strong leadership, the virus can be beaten. But there lies the problem. And this is the only time I'm going to talk a little bit about politics. Because we're talking more about leadership. In my opinion, governments of various nations have let us down by not being better prepared for this pandemic, which was predicted by many experts as being long overdue. Shortages of basic essentials like masks, toilet paper, sterilizing solutions, and even test kits have made the situation much worse. Governments have let us down by focusing on politics and money market gains instead of focusing on their moral responsibilities. If governments can't help us, we must help ourselves. We do not need to live in fear. We can take control over our own health. It starts today, it starts now. So let's begin the summer and discover simple things that you can do to save yourself and your loved ones. As I said earlier, if you have any questions, please type them under the live streaming video on Facebook. Or if you're one of the lucky people who have registered to be online, you can ask me directly in the chat page of the Zoom software. All questions will be forwarded to me 
by Sam and beautiful Eva, two of my colleagues. So let's start the summer. Okay, I decided the title of the summer should be Surviving the Global Coronavirus Pandemic. How are you going to live through it? On December last year, medical institutions, hospitals, clinics in Wuhan received patients who had unusual symptoms. The city of Wuhan continued to carry out the surveillance of the influenza and related diseases, and they found 27 cases of viral pneumonia, which were unusual. The situation became much worse, and China realized that they had a real problem on their hands. So, quite early on, they decided to send truckloads, trainloads, plane loads of medical staff to Wuhan to fight the virus. Most of the medical staff were volunteers, some were conscripts. Anyone who had medical training was sent to Wuhan. The city was locked down and people were prevented from coming in and leaving. So Wuhan became basically a pressure cooker for the virus. What's very sad is of these 10,000 people that went to China to save the public's health, over 3,400 got infected and 13 of them died. Very sadly, the first person who informed the Chinese authorities of the virus also died. The virus is called various names. Recently, it's now being termed COVID-19. On March the 11th, it was declared a global pandemic. It had spread to other countries and was going wild in the population. When I was preparing some of the graphics for this PowerPoint, I had difficulty finding graphs that were up to date because they were changing by the minute. This graph I'm showing is the number of people that have been infected by the coronavirus. But of course, now we've passed 500,000. When you look at the shape of the graph, it's not even linear. It's like a skyrocket taking off. Each day, the number of new cases increases. So the graph is getting more and more vertical. And that's a blank page. <laughs> I wonder what that was.
So how does COVID-19 transmit? Well, if you have an infected individual, if they sneeze, droplets of moisture, which are generally larger than five micrometers, find their way to people nearby. Smaller droplets come from the person as well. And these float in the air for a longer period of time. And they again settle on the poor, susceptible individual. It spreads through direct contact because this virus survives on surfaces for long periods of time. And also indirectly, if you sit on a chair even that an infected person has sat on and you touch the armrest, your hands will then have the virus. It's a very strong virus. It's tough. It knows how to look after itself. It knows how to propagate. So what are the symptoms of the virus? How do you know if you're going down with it? Well, recently they've discovered that you lose your sense of smell and taste. In fact, that may be the very, very first symptom for many people. So that is something to monitor. If you find that you can't smell things or taste things, or you can only smell or taste them less, there may be a sign that in the next few days, some of the more severe symptoms may start. And these severe symptoms are things like fever, tiredness and being lethargic, having a dry cough. One of the characteristics of this virus is that when you cough, it's dry, not much mucus comes up and difficulty breathing. Now, when I was thinking about this presentation, I thought I'd divide it into four sections. The first part was talking about the virus. Then I thought we'd talk about how to prevent it. Then we'd talk about what to do when things get from bad to worse. If your body can't fight the virus and it takes control, how to take control back. And I'll close with saying how some products can help in the battle. So let's talk about the prevention. Keep away from crowds, shopping malls, anywhere where there's a lot of people in a small place. The general recommendation is to keep two meters away from people. If you're in a crowd, that's impossible to do. You're breathing in air that was very recently exhaled by someone else. Was that someone else infected? Do you know? Well, quite possibly, yes. There's a lot of the population who are infected who are asymptomatic. They don't show any symptoms. They carry the virus. Their body immune system might be quite strong, but the virus that they spread is contagious and it can play havoc 
with other people. So avoid crowds. Try and avoid public transport. That seat you sit on in the taxi, who sat on there before you sit in the taxi? Much of the advice I'm giving will hurt businesses. I'm going to say, don't go to restaurants, don't go to cafes. This is the last thing a business owner wants to hear if they have a restaurant or a cafe. But my focus is purely on getting as many of you through this alive at any cost. So avoid people. Avoid handshakes because that's direct contact. Avoid touching your face. Now, why is this so important? Well, the face is actually almost the only place where this virus enters your body. It enters through your nasal cavities, your mouth, your ears, and very importantly, your eyes. Anywhere where there's a mucous membrane, it's damp, the virus loves it. It latches on, burrows in, and that's it. So try and avoid touching your face through the day. You imagine if you shook someone's hands, and then you touch, you rub your nose. <laughs> well, then it's, the event has happened, the virus is there. Actually, there is something you can do. And we're going to talk about that quite short, you know, just in a little while. Wash your hands often and wash them well. Wash them for more than 20 seconds with soap. Soap kills the bacteria, the viruses. And, of course, we are human, right? So, of course, we're going to every now and then just rub our eyes or scratch ourselves. If we haven't got the virus on our hands, then it's not going to cause any problems. So wash your hands often, even if you don't need to. You can use hand sanitizer as well. You can have a bottle of that next to where you work. Now, here we go. This is contrary to some advice which I've been reading on the internet from medical authorities. My advice to you, this is my summer I'm calling the shots. Wear a face mask when venturing outside or at work and get the best quality mask you can buy. We use N95 masks. That means they can, they can uh, filter down to something like 2.5 micrometers in size. Advice I've read through a lot of sites on the internet is you don't need to wear masks, they don't protect you. And then, almost in the same breath, they say the masks need to be for medical personnel. Now, why do medical people need protection and the general public don't? It's true in a larger sense that the medical professionals can save more lives than one life that may be lost through not wearing a mask. But I don't believe they could ever say that a mask does not protect you. If masks don't protect you, why are they getting doctors to wear masks?
I mean, and this is a game where politics comes in, but let's focus on ourselves, on our survival. So the, the plain fact is masks do prevent the virus coming through. And there's tricks you can do to make masks even more effective. But buy the best mask that you can afford, that you can find now, because masks are running out everywhere. If you cannot find any masks at all, they're going to cover how to work around that in a little while. Sneeze into tissues and throw the tissue away afterwards. That prevents the virus from touching your hands or so much of the virus going onto your hands. You throw the tissues away rather than carrying it on your skin for long periods of time. If you haven't got a tissue on you and you must sneeze, use your arm. Sneeze like this onto your arm, not onto your hands. A very basic process keeps the virus away from your hands. Your hands then will be touching things that you use and the virus won't be transferred. Always cover your mouth with something when you sneeze. Prevent those droplets from spreading to other people. Now let's talk about iodine. Iodine is really cool. And I've chosen this to be the first thing of many things I was going to talk about because it's my favorite compound. In my family, there's a history of hypo, hypothyroidism, where thyroids don't function as they should. And I've also got, I guess in my genes, Hashimoto's. A long time ago, I supplemented my diet with iodine. I was using Lugol's iodine, 5%. Always go for the top one. <laughs> and I've got no thyroid issues at all. But iodine does more than just support your thyroid. It's a very, very essential nutrient for your body. But viruses hate it. Bacteria hates it. Now, those of you, not, inclu not including myself, but people that may be 50 or older, us know when they, when they got cuts, the first thing their mother did was put iodine on the cut. Now that, of course, produces a tremendous sting, <laughs> much worse than the cut itself. Fortunately, the sting doesn't last very long, but the cut at that point will be absolutely sterile absolutely devoid of viruses and bacteria. Now in 1945, now let someone else do the maths, but it was a long time ago, scientists wanted to discover just how effective just the smell of iodine was in killing bacteria and viruses. And so they dabbed a drop of iodine on the noses of mice in laboratories. And then they sprayed these mice with the influenza virus. They did the same thing with control mice who didn't have the droplets of iodine on their nose. 
and I guess you know where this is going, don't you? None of the mice, none of the mice who had the droplets of iodine on their nose succumbed to the influenza virus. And all of the mice who didn't have the iodine got infected. This is just the smell of iodine. Now, we just talked about face masks, and this is where I slipped in iodine straight away. You, you can even get a low-quality face mask and spray it with a very diluted form of iodine. And then immediately, you've got the world's best protective face mask. at the cost of a few dimes. <laughs> you don't need to have an N95 mask. You don't need to have the expensive thing. But still try and get the best that you can buy. It's an investment on health. But whichever mask you can buy, just spray the inside, just with a light layer of iodine. And this iodine concentration can be one drop in a small container of distilled water, or even just filtered water. You can take two and a half milligrams per day as a supplement. And most of the world is deficient in this element anyway, so there's no harm in that. And why are they deficient? Well, because we're living the Western lifestyle, aren't we? Eating the Western foods. And the foods that are used are from farms that have been over-farmed. The soils don't have the nutrients. If the soils don't have the nutrients, then the plants can't extract the, these nutrients. And so we are low in not just iodine, but a whole lot of minerals. Each day I take 10 drops of five milliliters, uh, five milligram per liter Lugols. So 5%, I should say. I don't know if it's volume to volume, with 5% Lugos. I've been doing this for years. Iodine is safe if you don't overdo it, as in anything else. Anything in an overdose is harmful, even water, and that's called drowning. So don't overdo it, but even just taking it as a supplement each day will help your body fight the virus. If you are low in iodine and other elements like zinc, selenium, then your immune system is not going to be very strong. But I thought I'd slip in iodine here because it's the spray of iodine. It's just so cool. And that, that um, spray bottle of the super diluted iodine can be used to disinfect surfaces as well because anything that touches iodine is history, even at really low concentrations, so low that it, the iodine doesn't stain, the water hardly looks any colour. Supplementations. Vitamin D, sunshine. Even if you go out in bright sunshine, there's a chance you don't, your body does not, create us enough vitamin D. So you can take it in supplemental form. Zinc, vitamin C, 
Now, this is actually another really interesting subject. Well, it's interesting for me as well. Now, vitamin C, they say it stops you getting the cold and the flu. Well, everyone knows it doesn't. Then other people say, oh, yeah, but it makes it less um, severe. Okay. You get the flu, but it's not so not so bad. Well, that's hard to prove because the same person can't get the flu after taking vitamin C and get the flu without taking it. Uh, it's hard to prove, but it is possible that the effects are less. But I wanted to talk about a different aspect of vitamin C. When you take vitamin C supplements, it disrupts several of your body's mechanisms. It can disturb the balance of other nutrients that are in your body. It can reduce the, the amount of copper in your body and other, other things. It can affect the way that some of your organs function. It's also not very easily absorbed by the body. You can swallow 10 grams of vitamin C. Okay. You'll get an upset stomach. It's a lot of acid for your stomach to take in. A foreign acid, I'm not talking hydrochloric acid, we're talking about ascorbic acid. Of course, there's vitamin C, which is non-acidic, sodium ascorbate. But it's still got to pass through your stomach. And your stomach is your first line of defense in your immune system. It is an immune organ. And it is very aggressive, a very harsh environment, sensitive, water-based compounds do not pass through the stomach unchanged. So the vitamin C, very little passes through your stomach to be absorbed by your large and small intestines. Very little passes through. Those expensive tablets that you are buying and taking are just changing your urine color. They will have a little effect on you, but not much at all. But it's not all doom and gloom. There's two things you can do to ensure that what you buy and ingest is used by your body more effectively. And the first one is liposomal. There's liposomal C, but there's liposomal other things as well. Liposomal is encapsulating of molecules in a fat sphere, an empty fatty ball. Now this protects the water-based molecules that you want to ingest and protect. It allows them to pass through the stomach undamaged, unchanged, unmodified. And once it hits your intestines, the intestines love absorbing fats. And I'm going to talk about the type of fat that we use when we make liposomal products. And your body then can absorb it unimpeded, unhindered. 
So liposomal is amazing. They compared taking liposomal C with intravenous C. Intravenous is injecting the um, vitamin C directly into your veins. You can take large volumes of vitamin C this way, and it's directly into your body. They found that liposomal C does not increase the blood levels of vitamin C as much as intravenous. It's about halfway between oral vitamin C tablets and intravenous. But here's the rub. It increases the amount of vitamin C that's circulating through your body's lymphatic system much more than intravenous C. And the lymphatic system is supplying. It's like the river, river flow to your cells. And so even though it's not increasing the level that's in your blood, it's increasing the, the amount of vitamin C that's available for your body to use. So it's magical stuff. When Wuhan was in a state of emergency, China didn't attack the virus from different, uh, at different intensities. China didn't start slowly then build up as things got worse. China, from day one, hit it with as much force as she could. There was no remedies that weren't tried in China's efforts to save her population. You may know that it's difficult in Western countries to convince doctors to use vitamin C as a, um, as a way to help people that are terribly sick. Well, China didn't hesitate in trying vitamin C. Of course, there's other things that were trialed as well. People that were infected with the coronavirus in this trial were injected with 24 grams, that is 24,000 milligrams of vitamin C per day intravenously through drip. So it was introduced gradually through the course of a day. And putting things in perspective, so you realize the scale of things, 50 tons of vitamin C was trucked to Wuhan by truck and by train to treat these people. Now, unfortunately, most people can't treat themselves intravenously with vitamin C. They don't have the needles, the equipment, the expertise to dissolve the vitamin C or use the right type of vitamin C even, and then inject themselves. But liposomal vitamin C, which is inside the microscopic spheres of fat, has got a similar effect and can deliver the vitamin C where it's needed. The fat that's used to make fantastic vitamin C is lecithin. Lecithin is a natural fat. It's 
the, your body loves it and absorbs it as if it's part of itself. It's got some serious side effects. That some of the side effects are it makes your joints less achy, improves the health of your joints. Another serious side effect is it makes your skin beautiful, gives your skin a fantastic complexion. So if you can live with those side effects, then perhaps you should look at a school, uh, at uh, liposomal vitamin C. I make my own liposomal vitamin C because my pockets aren't very deep. And it's fun. I actually enjoy doing it because I like, I feel a closeness to the things that I make. This is the vitamin C that I make and consume every morning and every night. This is in liposomal form. I normally keep this in the fridge. It goes like a, almost like a jelly when it's cooled down. There are recipes on the internet on how to make liposomal C. There's one which I found which was written by a person that had done scientific studies. I'll ask Sam to put the link underneath the published video of Samma afterwards. So you can click on this link and get very, very precise instructions on how to make the vitamin C. Once you have the equipment, it's cheap to make. It's not extremely easy, to be honest. You've got to do things over the course of about 24 hours. The product that you make, they say, lasts about a week. It can last longer, but I guess the, um, the liposomes will degrade over time. But it's an investment in health, and any investment in health is a good investment. The equipment that, equipment that you will need will be a blender, ultrasonic bath, a Pyrex container, um, and the ingredients are lecithin, grains, alcohol. The alcohol is necessary to help the liposomes form. There are in instructions on how to make liposomes without alcohol, but the quality is not so high. And I believe we should always try and strive for the best. They, it won't make you drunk for the amount that you drink. You won't, shouldn't have any effect. But there are some people that are very sensitive to alcohol. And so you can use some other recipe for that. And of course, vitamin C powder, which you dissolve into distilled or filtered water with the alcohol. The vitamin C can be any of the forms of vitamin C. You can use sodium ascorbate, ascorbate as well as ascorbic acid or any other the vitamin C. And you can take up to 60 mils of this liposomal C per day. Now, when I say up to, it doesn't mean that at that amount you start feeling the effects. 
I take actually over 60 mils a day. I take 30 mils in the morning on an empty tummy. I wait 30 minutes before I put anything else in my tummy. And I take 30 mils at night. But sometimes I take more. Often I take more. There's no harm for effects at all. 60 mils of liposomal vitamin C using this recipe I will provide will deliver to your body 12,000 milligrams of vitamin C. It's a lot of vitamin C. But it's not overdosing your body with vitamin C. It's only when you start getting closer to saturating your body with vitamin C that uh, then you'll see the amazing effects and the true viral killing powers of vitamin C. So you won't see this in these expensive, coloured, lovely tasting tablets that you buy and consume. You need to use some other method of delivery and you need to up the amount of vitamin C. Safely, of course. I should be using a tissue, shouldn't I? <laughs> During summers, I always get an itchy nose. Now, you can replace one-third of the vitamin C with glutathione, which is a very powerful antioxidant, much more powerful than vitamin C. And this one that I made has got this uh, one-third of the vitamin C replaced with glutathione. Glutathione is very expensive. But you don't need much for each batch. And um, yeah, I just decided I'll increase the, um, increase the effectiveness of the solution that I take. Okay, prevention. Take a general multivitamin, which contains vitamins A, B6, C, D and E, and which contains also the minerals iron, copper, selenium, and zinc. These have been recognized as the most important ones for our body to build up immunity, its immune system. Um, and the modern diet lacks these essential dietary elements. Now, this is another interesting subject. Another way of delivering nutrients to your body. Now, we can use suppositories. Suppositories use a different method of introducing chemicals, compounds into our body. Nutrients are directly absorbed by the porous tissues of the lower bowels using suppositories. And the absorption rates are vastly superior to those methods of consuming using tablets. Suppositories are very good because you can take things which would usually taste horrible, but of course you're bypassing your taste buds as well. Hmm. I wonder if I should talk about it now or later. I'll talk about it later. Still talking about prevention. Get plenty of sleep. Why is sleep important? Sleep is when your body 
repairs itself. It's a very important time when your body does all the housekeeping, flushes your body's toxins out. There's no food entering your body, so your digestive system is not requiring energy, so the energy is directed to your toxin removal organs. Without sleep, you succumb to disease much easier. And I'm sure many of you, if not all of you, will know that when you push yourself, that's the time when you do get sick. Shops in your country are going to run out of supplies if this has not already happened. I guess it depends on how many cases are in your country and what steps your country has taken to fight the virus. But without exception, this is a, this is a point of fact. Shops are going to run out of supplies. People are going to panic buy. So make sure you have yourself as early as possible stocked up in your home the essentials. Now, liquid soap is a very good way of washing your hands because you don't have to wash the bar of soap, which other people have already handled. But liquid soap, everyone knows this, so liquid soap is sold out. But you can make your own liquid soap by buying a bar of soap using a vegetable grater to grate it up, put it into a saucepan, add five cups of water, boil it for a while until it thickens. And voila, you've got your liquid soap. <laughs> it's much cheaper than liquid soap. It is much safer than liquid soap because it doesn't contain those nasty chemicals. Liquid soap that you buy in supermarkets, guys, that's basically just a detergent. It's very, very unhealthy. This soap that you have just made is extremely healthy. And you can make it more healthy by adding essential oils. You can add fragrant essential oils if smell is important to you. Or you can add maybe one or two drops of important essential oils like tea tree, oils that kill viruses and are good for your skin. I guess you can use oregano oil as well. Oregano you've got to be very careful with because you understand if you ever take it orally how strong it is. <laughs> it feels like a nuclear bomb has taken has exploded in your mouth. So I don't um, you know if you do take it orally, either you have it inside a capsule or water it down with coconut oil or something else. Fractionated coconut oil is good. But never, ever, ever in your wildest dreams ever think about taking it straight in your mouth. Don't, don't even think about it. Make sure you've got enough toiletries to last all week. Tissues, toilet paper, other things that are also going to run out in shops. You've got to look after yourselves because I believe that governments are not going to look after you the way that they should. Stock up on fresh water, food, and other items, other items being dried foods. Prepare for the worst. You stock up on fresh water because water to your home may 
become contaminated. The people that normally run the water treatment plants may not be at work or they may be infected. Make sure that you have the water that's in your, coming from your taps now. Get containers, get a lot of containers and fill them up. Look after yourself, make sure you survive. Get fresh food, get dried foods, because we don't know how long it's going to last for. Our quarantine here in China lasted two months. Yours may be longer. I believe that the one in China would have lasted much longer if they hadn't hit it as hard as possible from the beginning. If they hadn't used intravenous vitamin C and other methods, traditional Chinese medicine, there's no treatment that was not tried. I think that other countries are more hesitant to try some of the modalities and so it may last a lot, lot longer. It may be a new normal for your country. So just be warned and take as much care as possible. Even as far as growing your own vegetables, buy seeds if you can grow them. Um, this is what we did. Okay, let's talk practical. If you cannot buy a commercial mask, make your own. You've got to cover your mouth when you go out. Do not follow the advice of people that tell you that masks don't help. They do. And especially if you spray the inside with the diluted iodine. In fact, if you spray the mask with a diluted essential oil as well, or, or a, doublet, a, doublet, a drop of essential oil, oregano being a good one, then that can help as well, tremendously. Um, if you do this, the viruses may pass through this homemade mask, but they will not live to tell the tale. You can also spray colloidal silver inside the mask. And we'll be covering colloidal silver at the end of the summer when I teach you a cheap way of making it. Here in this graph, you can see different fabrics that you can use and compare it with the surgical mask. You can see the surgical mask at the top that filters 97% of the bad guys. You can use vacuum cleaner bags as masks, dish towels, or you can use t-shirts made from cotton. And it goes down to silks at the bottom. Silk doesn't filter very well because it's a very thin fabric. But you know, even a bandana made from silk, if you spray that with a um, diluted iodine, you'll bring it right up the graph, right up there with the big guys, with the surgical mask. Clean the things you touch, like door handles and the steering wheel of your car. And nowadays, something which has become almost part of the human body, the cell phone, clean it. It will be covered by viruses. Clean it using a damp tissue. 
and preferably a damp tissue that's also got some sort of disinfectant in um, as part of the damp liquid in the tissue. Again, you can use chloride silver or the iodine. Don't, don't wash it with a wet tissue because it'll stop the phone from working. That will be a side effect of that. But just use a damp cloth. And you can buy these pre-damped tissues, clean tissues. We can use those. Now, building up your body's natural immune system. As I've mentioned before, your stomach is your largest immune organ. And so you have to make sure that your stomach is as healthy as possible. Um, here I show you various fermented foods. Fermented foods are fantastic because they introduce beneficial bacteria into your stomach. And they populate, they live there, and they help your stomach live. Um, process foods, digest foods properly, make use of the nutrients better, and also provide a more solid barrier against viruses that enter your body through your stomach. Now, it's a bit of a no-brainer, you know. Fermented foods taste fantastic. Some people may need some time to develop a taste, but it's by no stretch of the imagination anywhere near as bad as medicines in taste. And quite possibly most fermented foods have found their way into the staple diets of many large countries. Kimchi is a staple of Korea. The Korean people have got per capita a very low incidence of cancer. This is largely due to the healthy diet that they eat, which is uh, predominantly <laughs> laden with fermented foods, which include kimchi. And this is despite the fact that a large proportion of the population smoke and drink alcohol, strong alcohol. One weakness in my character is I love the taste of alcohol. I love beer. I know it's bad for me, but it was a, it's, a hard, it's a hard thing to give up. Well, I haven't really given it up, but I've changed the form. Now, I have, um, I mentioned this just about through every salmon that I hold. I have this kefir. Kefir is a fermented drink. So it's like beer. Beer is also fermented, but it doesn't contain much alcohol, but it contains a terrific lot of beneficial bacteria. And if you make kefir right, it tastes just like beer, only better. <laughs> Certainly better than the commercial beer that you buy, possibly not, as, not better than tap beer. And if there's anyone watching this from Ireland, Ireland, I think, has got the nicest beer in the world. So it's not as nice as the Irish tap beer. But it's getting close. Trust me, it's getting close. And when you drink kefir, you know that you're putting beneficial bacteria in your body, bacteria which is living and alive. And no, you don't get drunk or anything 
Um, kefir generally has something like quarter of a percent of alcohol, even if that. So it's not an alcoholic drink, but it's very, very healthy for you. Now, all this talk about kefir has made me thirsty, so please excuse me for 10 seconds while I partake and indulge in 10 seconds of uh, enjoyment. That's really, really nice. And I'm making discoveries all the time. You can ferment the kefir with different fruits. I know that um, dried apricots and figs are very, very wonderful dried fruits to add in to have add flavour to the kefir. But I've just discovered that dates are also good. <laughs> In fact, date kefir seems to be the best one yet. Dates have got a large sugar content, so I don't add so much sugar into the kefir. I let it brew for a long time. But um, I tasted some which I'm brewing this morning. And yeah, that's, 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 that's 10 out of 10. So um, yeah, it's, it's good, you know, when you find something's healthy, but also tasting fantastic, where you actually look forward to having some. That's a win-win. <clears throat> now, emergency. Let's talk about when you have succumbed to the virus. You have got these dry coughs, fever, um, no energy and difficulty breathing. Now there's some things you can do to reduce the damage done to your body. Now because it's an emergency, I'm going to mention some things which are not beneficial long term. But we're talking about fighting a fire. So you've got to fight a fire with a fire. You need to do some drastic measures. BHT. What is BHT? Apart from its butylated hydroxytoluene name, it's a chemical. It's a chemical which was invented in the 1940s. Seems like 1940s, there's a bit of a activity, wasn't there? Because that's when they're looking at the iodine as well. Well, BHT is still used today as a food preservative. It's used in very low concentrations. When BHT was first introduced as a preservative, they found that there was a reduction in bowel cancer in the population. And that was due to the BHT in the foods. Now, BHT is a synthetic compound. It is not natural. Why is it the first thing I've mentioned is the emergency? Well, BHT, if you take BHT, 
It prevents the virus from latching onto your body cells. It breaks down the membranes of the virus and disables it. It's very good at doing it. But the concentrations of BHT you need to take for it to have this effect are quite high. If you continue taking BHT at these high levels, your liver will become enlarged and other changes will take place in your body, not all of them good. So you can't really, in my mind, use BHT as a preventative measure. But once you've got the virus, you want to throw everything at it. So BHT will be my number one suggestion. Colloidal silver. Drink the colloidal silver, use a spray bottle and spray it into your mouth while you quickly inhale. That's a poor man's version or poor woman's version of a nebulizer. A nebulizer forms microscopic particles which then enter the aeoli in your lungs and gets absorbed through the membranes there into, directly into your blood system. But it also touches the mucus which is formed into your lungs by the COVID-19 virus and it kills it. And iodine as well, you up your iodine level orally and you can also nebulize iodine either using a spray bottle or doing it properly, which is more effective by the way, by using a nebulizer. I'm missing some of the words at the bottom. But luckily, I know what the words are. <clears throat> now, the BHT interferes with the ability of viruses to attach to healthy cells. You normally take 250 milligrams per day. It can easily be increased to 1,000 milligrams, which is one gram a day safely. Now, your liver breaks it down. And so if you take it orally, then most of it is destroyed before it reaches your intestines, or certainly before it reaches your cells. And so you've got to find some other way of introducing it into your body. And the answer to that is by suppositories. Now, suppositories is basically using your anus to put the, chem the, um, the compounds in. It's like a little bullet that you insert. BHT is oil-based, so it's easy to dissolve it in cocoa butter, which has been warmed to 40 degrees C or 140 degrees Fahrenheit. Don't worry if it's not exact. Just warm it up until the cocoa butter melts and then warm it up a little bit more. Then you add the BHT powder, it's a white powder, and stir it until the oil becomes clear. Then you add this solution 
into molds. You can get proper suppository molds. I myself have purchased a suppository mold as part of my development. But most people won't have them and they'll be thinking, well, okay, that's that idea, which is a useless idea because how can I make these fantastic suppositories without a mold? Well, you, you can do that if you have gloves. Now, gloves are one of the things you need in your kit at home to protect yourself against the virus when you go outside. Of course, when you return home, you just remove the gloves and the gloves have got the virus with everything that they've touched. And you can leave the viruses outside in the rubbish bin. But these gloves, you use the individual fingers as suppository molds. Now, this is what I used before my proper suppository molds arrived. And these are suppositories which I've made and which I haven't used yet. I've poured in the liquid solution of cocoa butter and BHT and I've let it set. Cocoa butter melts at around 35 degrees Celsius. So for most homes, it'll solidify. I normally keep these in the fridge anyway. But these will last for years. When they're ready to use, I just take the suppository out from the glove, just reverse the glove, and get the suppository out, and then I'll insert them. Luckily, I haven't got the virus, I never got the virus, and so these are just waiting in the wings. But I do, I, I do this because I believe that we should do everything we can to fight the virus and live, and not rely on other people to do the work for us we have got to take control. So you can use normal gloves to make suppositories. It's very easy to do. Once the gloves have got the solution in, you place them inside a container like this. It's just, uh, I'm turning it the wrong way. Just let them hang until the solution hardens. It's so incredibly easy to do. And with any luck, you'll never have to use them. There are instructions on the internet on how to make them, how to make the concentration roughly a thousand milligrams. Suppositories are about two and a half to three milliliters in volume. So you can do the maths to add the BHT. The way I made these suppositories, very scientific. I warmed up the cocoa butter until it was liquid. And then I kept on adding the BHT and stirring, adding a bit more, stirring it. Until the BHT powder re refused to dissolve anymore. At that point, 
it had reached saturation. That's the maximum amount of BHT that the cocoa butter could hold. When the cocoa butter, cocoa butter cools down, some of the BHT would then um, form back into particles, but most of it will still retain in solution. You can't really overdose in, in a single suppository with BHT. Colloidal silver. Now, the spooky colloidal silver kit can make better than commercial colloidal silver, and it's much cheaper. Now, normally I don't really talk too much about the money side, but if you're at home quarantined, you're not earning money. So money and cost is suddenly of tantamount importance. Colloidal silver is very cheap to make, very, very cheap. If you buy colloidal silver, then it's very expensive, but you don't have to spend a lot of money to get good quality colloidal silver. And you can use it in your nebulizer, in a water spray, and you can swallow it. There's horror stories on the internet of people turning blue from taking too much vitamin C, uh, vitamin C, <laughs> too much silver. There's two cases in particular. Well, there's two things I'd like to mention about that. First of all, two people out of the whole world is quite a low percentage. When you consider how many people die from Panadol, Paracetamol, or Aspirin, or other drugs, it's actually much safer. And the other point is the people that did turn blue were taking crazy high volumes of um, silver, which was of poor quality. They were taking it by the jug, jug load, which is ridiculous. And when they started changing color, they kept on the high dose. It's almost like they wanted to become personalities. Well, you don't need to become a Smurf to have protection from silver and from the hundreds of people, if not thousands of people, that I know who have been taking colloidal silver regularly. No one has experienced their skin changing colour or changing any form. So it is safe. I've touched on glutathione before. I mentioned that it can be added in liposomal form into the solution that you take each day as a preventative. But we're talking emergency here. So we up the dose. You can take it in liposomal form. Glutathione is water-based, so you need to have a water-based jelly-type solution for making the suppositories. But there are instructions on the internet on how to make suppositories. You can also make suppositories of vitamin C, which is kind of cool. 
and you up the dosage of the liposomal vitamin C. You take 10 grams every two hours. You can take much more than that if you want. It won't harm you. If you do take too much vitamin C in liposomal form, you'll find that you're, um, you make it diarrhea. When you reach that point, then you reduce the intake. It means your body can't remove the excess vitamin C. But the good thing is this. If you get close to the threshold, if you do take a large amount of vitamin C and you spread it over time during the day so your body is continually absorbing it, when the coronavirus says hi to one of your body cells, your body cell gets, says hi back in the form of an electrical charge. It actually gives the virus a nasty shock, and that shock can destroy the virus, prevent it from um, doing what it wants to do. And so it can actively really fight on your side. So vitamin C in a high dose form is good. Certainly not by tablet form. You will not get, in my opinion, anywhere near the beneficial effects of liposomal C. Okay, prescription drugs with the direction from your doctor. Now this is something which has been talked about by some leaders as well as some doctors. Hydroxychloroquine sulfate, 200 milligrams, three times a day. And azithromycin as well. Now I'm mentioning these two because these were trialed by China and found to be very beneficial um, when it gets to the emergency stage. Um, for people that have um, succumbed to the COVID-19 virus. Now, it is a prescription drug. There has been some deaths with some people who have overdosed, self-subscribed and overdosed. So please, with those two, definitely check with your doctor first. You may have some underlying health issues, which may also exacerbate the problem. Never ever, like never ever, take ibuprofen. It's, it may make the symptoms seem better, but it actually makes things much worse. And it's the last thing your body wants. I see there's 43 chats that have come through, but I can't see them yet. Actually, I haven't, my phone hasn't. Um, I'll just check up with my, uh, the questions that have been asked in the chat. Actually, there's a lot. Gosh, there's a lot. Okay, there's a, um, okay, dum -de -dum. I'm going to, answer the questions that are relevant um, from now. Now, Chaim Lee has said that I haven't mentioned um, Esther C powder. 
Vitamin C comes in many forms. There's some that are more bioavailable than others. And ester C powder is um, very easily absorbed by the body. You still need to take it in some other way other than orally to get the best um, absorption. But um, certainly uh, chain ester C powder is good. But there's something like 60 different types of vitamin C. I've got no way of, of saying what all of them are. And uh, there are a lot of questions which have come through which are pertaining to spooky. I want to save them for the very end. So we'll get, we'll get through the other things first. Um, you know, with all of these SAMAs, I'm very sensitive to self-promotion. Um, those of you who know me, um, I'm, I'm spooky. I, I do the development work for the products and the software. But we're not talking about spooky. We're talking about ways that people can take control over their own health. That's the function of SAMA. It's not to self-promote. It's not, we're not into infomercials, okay? So I'll leave them till the very end. But there are things that spooky products can do that can help. Of course, there's many other products that can help as well. But I'm, only, I'm just going to mention the spooky ones because those are the ones I'm familiar with. Okay, now because the hydroxychloroquine sulfate has been effective, it's become very high in demand. Hungary produces most of this product is delivered to the other countries of the world, and the government has now banned the export of this drug. <clears throat> so if it's in the, if, if it is available in your country, now is a good time to buy some, not too much, because you don't want to be greedy, you don't want to stop someone else from looking after themselves. Don't empty the shelves. But buy enough for yourself and for your family and loved ones in case the nasty things happen. Check with your doctor first, because if there's a prescription drug, you need to have the prescription. But more importantly, you need to make sure that it's the right thing for your body. It's not going to interfere with any other drugs that you may be taking. Hmm. Iodine. Nebulize the iodine. That gets this iodine straight into your body where it's needed. Your lungs are possibly the organ which takes the greatest hammering when you have this infection. But it's a word of caution. Don't use Lugol's iodine. I've mentioned Lugol's iodine as a form of um, liquid that you just drink. You add it into some orange juice or something. I add it into kefir. Kefir seems to mask it quite well. But potassium iodide, which is in Lugol's, is not a nice thing to inhale. It's actually a poisonous thing to inhale. Nascent iodine does not contain potassium iodide and is safer to inhale. If you inhale iodine, then the effects are immediate and any surface viruses 
destroyed and viruses that deep into the tissues may also succumb. Okay, now this is the spooky thing. Now it's not a plug, please understand that. But these are things that can help you. And many of you will already have spooky products. Spooky scalar, you can place compounds on the receiver coil of the spooky scalar and the information from the compound then is transferred to the scalar field. You can treat your whole family with glutathione, which is expensive, and vitamin C, which is cheap, by displacing that already dissolved in water, I guess, so it's um, more readily transferred into the field. And place that in, in, a, in a glass beaker on the receiver coil. You can do treatments in contact mode to kill the virus. Now, it's not just spooky. There's a lot of contact type treatment devices out there. Um, the th spooky is good because it's got a, the largest database of any other device. And we have frequencies specifically for the coronavirus. I update the DNA frequencies every two days. So if, a, if any of the strains of the coronavirus have been sequenced, it will be in the spooky database. And to give you some perspective, there's something like 170 different strains of the coronavirus out there. If you have a frequency which is supposed to be for the coronavirus, chances are it won't work. I've seen commercial frequency sets which will not work against all strains. I've seen commercial sets out there for strains which have become extinct. If a strain is no longer in the environment, it's no longer in the spooky DNA database. So make sure that the whatever device you use, make sure that the database is updated very, very regularly. Two days, I guess, is the ideal. And you can apply the frequencies using any device that can do contact mode, preferably a device that can do high frequencies. Uh, Spooky can go do very, very high frequencies. In contact mode, you can go up to, what is the latest, 55 or 60 megahertz. That's tremendously fast. The high speeds are necessary for viruses, which are very small. So you can use Spooky2 contact mode to kill the virus or to help fight the virus, I should say. <laughs> and these are showing the different ways that you can apply the frequencies. We've got gloves and socks, tens pads, wrist sleeves. 
for people that have spooky central and spooky plasma, this is perhaps the most effective way to fight this virus because contact mode doesn't travel through air spaces. So it's difficult to get the viruses which are in your lungs. The lungs, of course, are filled with cavities, aren't they? But the frequencies from plasma pass through air, through liquids, through solids. It also travels very effectively. It's also got a good history of uh, killing serious pathogens, going as far back as the start of the 19th century, Royal Rife was using an almost identical type of device to cure people from cancers, tuberculosis, a lot of things. You can use biofeedback scans to find the precise frequencies to apply. Now, there's a lot of strains which have not been fully sequenced. So if you have got a virus inside your body, you want to know what frequency you should use. Now, Generator X works differently from any other generator out there. It's the only frequency generator that has got biofeedback built in. It's the only generator that can go up to crazy high frequencies and detect changes in the signal at these high frequencies, which determine resonant points, which are the points where the frequencies should be applied. Now, I won't mention names. Yesterday, a friend of mine sent me the results of a biofeedback scan. He lives in a country which is in the early stages of the virus contagion, of the virus infection. His family have started becoming sick, and he's also getting some symptoms, which point to possible early stage of the virus. He's doing the precautionary measures which I've covered in this summer. He makes his own liposomal vitamin C. He makes his without an ultrasonic tank because he doesn't have one. But you can only do the best of what you have. He did a biofeedback scan. Not many results came back during the reverse lookup. But two different database results came back. One of them was severe acute, which is the coronavirus. And the second was human coronavirus. Now this is a worry because it kind of confirms one of his worst fears. Over the period of the next few weeks, I think it's inevitable that most people will succumb to the virus, the way it's been spreading. But now, now using, because he's used Generator X with the, excuse me, with the Teams pads to find the frequencies, 
he can now use them to best effect and target the exact strain of the coronavirus that he has. There may be other devices that, are, that can scan using different methods and they may work as well. I'm only talking about one that I know that works, one that's scientific. Okay. Spooky Digitizer can run scans on the mucus of the virus for more, a more accurate analysis and use reverse lookup to see the database matches. Now that picture that we have there is not our sample digitizer, that is our scalar digitizer. The scalar digitizer is different again, but what I was talking about was the sample digitizer, where a sample of the mucus or something which has got the virus is placed between two small slides and the slides are inserted inside a little machine which is connected to Generator X. Generator X does the biofeedback on that sample. And so even without being connected to your body, Generator X can say, hey buddy, this is what's inside the mucus. Because the mucus is from you, this is also inside your body. It tells you what frequencies to apply, and then you run those frequencies, either through plasma contact mode or any other way. It's extremely effective if done properly. Now I've mentioned the database. We've got the a severe acute respiratory syndrome. We've got a general severe, uh, severe acute, which is the ones specifically for the coronavirus. If you select that program, you can see in the program notes down here, each strain, for example, strain number six is American Cruise A-21, sequence in 2020, strain of this coronavirus. So the sixth frequency in this program is for the strain. That's how that works. We put a lot of effort into developing Spooky. We want Spooky, both the software and the hardware, to be the best available anywhere. Best does not mean most expensive. If we start charging more money, which of course we can because the products are very good, we are going to harm the people that can't afford it. So our business models different from other companies. Stay alive. Well, that's a that's a good <laughs> message. Now, before I exit, I wanted to show you the screen that didn't show before. I wanted to show you today's report of the coronavirus. I've highlighted America. America now has got the dubious crown of having the most 
number of infected people in the world. It's very, very sad. They've overtaken China. They've overtaken Italy or the other countries. I believe that if America locked down absolutely tight into extreme measures, which include taking away what people would regard as um, personal freedom rights for a period of time, this virus can be controlled. But the way it's looking now, the way the, the, the soft measures that are being taken, I think this virus is going to be around for a while longer. It's very sad because it doesn't matter where in the world we live, life everywhere is precious. Everyone has family, everyone's got friends, everyone has got a role to play during their lifetime. When you see here, if I was a politician, I'd see 83,507. That's a number. But it's not a number. That's how many souls are being affected. But it's not just a number. If that number was number one, it makes it no different from 83,000. One is important. We need that number to be zero. And we're back again. Okay, well, I've got so many chat messages. I'm going to have to go through them quite quickly. I will answer the ones which are pertaining to Spooky as well. Um, okay, so please, please accept my apologies if I go through very quickly. Um, gosh, one and a half hours already. Um, a question from, I'll just make the screen a little bit larger so I can see the names properly. Come on, why is that not working? From um, uh, John Cranick, uh, can the updated healing frequencies for the coronavirus 2019 be played on an Android or iOS phone and be effective in preventing infection of the virus or, or decrease its severity? I believe that this virus is a very strong virus. I believe that sound will not have much of an effect. I will counter that statement by saying that throw everything that you can at it. Do not hesitate. If you have the ability of playing sound on your phone, which has the latest healing frequencies or killing frequencies for your virus or helping your organs detox, do it. It's zero expense. There's no charge for doing it and there's no harm. So if there is like a 0.01% improvement, do it. If I'm wrong and it's got a very good effect or much greater uh, beneficial effect, then you'll be the winner. Okay, don't hesitate. Anything that you can do, fight it. Uh, Kate has asked how long would the summer be? <laughs> well, we're one and a half hours now, so maybe another 15 minutes, I should better go through all the questions. 
maybe. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, and um, someone got an um, emergency maintenance call, gosh, call out. Yes, now we will be publishing this for online, offline viewing later. Don't worry about that. Uh, Okay, a message from Kamala. Kamala is a regular on Salmon. She's a beautiful lady. Um, Kamala looks at things at different angles. Very smart, smart person. And um, she's mentioning how uh, it's hard for people to understand um, when when leaders of the world think of the population as numbers only, and there's no human content, and they're isolated in their little little circle of friends, and and their and their privileged lives, and it's it's hard for them to truly empathise with us at ground level. It's like a different world altogether. I fully agree with you, Kamala. Um, when, uh, when I heard a leader say in a speech, we've got the numbers down, we're not affected very much, it'll be over by Easter or whatever, my skin started to crawl. Nothing should be acceptable. Not one should be allowed. And so this, the way that politicians think, we need to think differently. Now, if you're looking after yourself, you've got to um, take every precaution necessary. I've, I've given you the nuggets of information which have, um, I believe, made myself, my friends, and my, um, and my loved ones um, stronger, and they're better prepared for if they ever do get contaminated with virus. Okay, uh, someone's mentioned there's a complete shortage of masks here in America. N95 masks are in such a short supply that even medical personnel are only issued one a day if they are available. And I've read that they've had to buy some medical supplies off eBay. Well, let's not focus too much on who. It's not just America. Other countries are also... Um, panicking and realizing the um, the severity of the virus of the virus it's not a flu believe me guys it's not the flu i've given um given ways that you can improve the effectiveness of of um low grade masks and even an n95 i'd spray with iodine um, but also you can make your own masks there are instructions on facebook if you go to Facebook and just do a search on DIY face masks, there are good people. They don't make money from these videos. They just want to put the information out there. And that sort of information is good. It's useful when you can't buy the proper things. Okay, Carmen says they use iota for, for body washing, mixed with body wash and legals to swallow. <coughs> good advice, Carmela. Uh, Khalid Al uh, Maghashla 
I'm, I hope I've said your name, Khalid. I know I, know, <laughs> I, know I haven't, but I hope I have. Um, now, the reason they don't recommend wearing masks is because masks themselves will become contaminated. The masks will transfer the infection. Medical staff use a single mask per patient, or well, they don't. Um, in most countries, they use a single mask per day. And if they don't, masks will spread the virus to other patients. Well, you know, Khalid, there's several flaws in that argument. Masks are a firewall, <clears throat> a firewall for the virus. So viruses won't go out when you breathe. They won't come in when you breathe in. Yes, our viruses will gather on the surface of the mask, but I think that masks should be worn and should be recommended by governments who have moral responsibility. Okay, Monica Levin is asking, is it effective to run the iodine program on the Spooky 2 to get enough iodine? I think, Monica, you're talking about applying it using Spooky 2 Scalar, um, or I guess even in contact mode, um, then it is effective. Remember, Monica, something is better than nothing. Always it's best to take the real thing because the iodine doesn't contain just one single molecule, it contains a smorgasbord of molecules. And I believe also that in years to come, they'll discover, gosh, there's micro compounds, which science didn't even know about. <laughs> so you can't better consume iodine orally or other ways. But because the Spooky 2 frequencies are free to run, if you've got the way of running them, do it without question. Um, what was that he said, which I guess was me, Elizabeth Lard is asking, took five mils every day as a supplement. Oh, that's the iodine. I just take 10 drops, I, five mils every day for supplement. I take 10 drops of liquid, liquid iodine. Uh, five mils every day of a supplement? No, I don't take five mils of any supplement as such. I take iodine, I take the liposomal vitamin C, that's 12 grams of vitamin C per day total, along with the um, glutathione. I take regularly. I'd also, oops. I also take the um, other things to boost my natural immune system, like uh, mineral supplements, concentrates. My microphone has stopped working. <laughs> Come on. All right, I'm I'm on the microphone again. Oops, I'm back again. Oh, this is terrible. I'll speak loudly so whichever microphone is working, you can hear me. Um, okay, Jason Ringers. Hey, Jason, good to see you. Ten drop. Jason's a scientist. He's a very irritating scientist. He tells me 10 drops of 5% leucose is over 60 milligrams. That's right, Jason. I understand that. They say that it's, um, well, it depends which literature you read. Um, other literature says five, uh, two and a half milligrams is in each drop. So it's 25 milligrams. I guess a drop is not a scientific measurement. 
um, I won't question you because you're a smart guy. It's a lot of iodine. I've been doing this for a long time. My body needs iodine because I believe my thyroid is weak and the thyroid is the king of organs. It controls other glands as well. The general recommendation for the quantity of the 5% of legals is one to two drops per day. Can Spooky 2 Generator X scan detect the virus and kill it? Well, yesterday, the example I gave, it gave a reverse lookup, which had the uh, acute severe and human coronavirus programs come up. The resolution of the hits was fantastically high. By memory, it's 0.0038 something percent. Like, it was bang on. I mean, it's, it's nice to know that it was accurate, but it's not very nice to know that one of my friends has got the virus. But he takes um, chaga mushroom as a, as a tea and um, other things as well. Now, Lisa Bildin, Bildin, sorry, um, Lisa says, what about lysine and black elderberry? There's a lot of things, Lisa, which boost your immune system and help your body fight the virus. I've mentioned the things that I've got personal experience with. There's thousands and thousands of concoctions you read on the internet. Some may be good, some may be bad. And I am not in the position to tell you which ones are fake, basically, which ones are damaging to your health, because I don't know, I haven't done the research. Maybe Jason can tell, tell us. Ah, <laughs> oh, sorry, Jason, couldn't help myself. Uh, Carmela, um, the difference between commercial vitamin C is ascorbic acid, which is man-made, whereas homemade vitamin C from lemon pith and rind is pure vitamin C used in the body as food. It's more natural. Now, you can see um, when you buy vitamin C with its L-ascorbic or N-ascorbic, L, I think, is the natural one, and the N is the synthetic. There's other, I might have that wrong, but... Um, there's different nomenclatures for which vitamin C is, uh, where, where it was derived from, whether it's derived through chemical reaction or derived from natural products. Darren uh, Heaney, he says, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thundering on. Yeah, Carmen, right. Oh gosh, I'm still way behind. Uh, what is the outcome of vitamin C in Wuhan? Well, vitamins, the outcome was it was, it is now an official part of treatment for people that have um, got, uh, got um, the coronavirus here. Yeah, it's an immediate response thing. When, when you get like the, um, the COVID-19 infection, you get put into a ward, an isolated ward, you get hooked up with intravenous vitamin C. That's it. No questions. They may do other things as well, but vitamin C is the first to go to. Um, okay. 
if you click, this is from Chris Gaylord. It might take me a while to understand this. Oh, if you close your eyes and it takes more than two hours to clean them and it feels as if you have small ball bearings in your eyes, that's the, the virus. Um, that's why the doctors in China recommend that you get plenty of sleep. Um, do you mean you, you mean your eyes start hurting? Is that what you mean, Chris? Um, Chris Gaylord, Gay, Gaylord, it's a bit hard to understand. Okay, the sleep is not as important as letting your eyes purify the virus from your eyes. Uh, well, maybe. I'd argue that, but I haven't got time. Uh, Chris Gaylord, uh, we assumed the scientist made mistakes from fatigue when it was indeed the lack of sleep um, which allowed the virus to um, overcome the body. That may be true. You need to have a very strong immune system. Uh, Jack uh, Kefafian, that's a cool surname. Uh, Jack says, what about chlorine dioxide? That kills pathogens as well. True. It's also possibly dangerous, and I don't have the personal experience to give advice. Chris Gaylord, oh, a long one. Uh, okay, uh, repetition. Okay, now let's repeat. Does chlorosilva kill the virus? Darren Heaney, uh, yes, chlorosilva does. But the difficulty is getting the chlorine, <laughs> getting the chlorosilva where it's needed, so it means inhaling vapour or swallowing. But swallowing is not so good because your stomach, of course, destroys it. What solution of water to iodine do you recommend? Uh, Shay, when you fill your, um, uh, for, for nebulizing, you fill the nebulizer with distilled water and you put one or two drops of the iodine, nascent um, iodine in there. In there. Um, if it's um, just consuming orally, just put the dosage into um, fruit juice or some juice which is fairly strong tasting so you don't it masks the strong taste of the iodine and take it from there if you take nascent iodine orally it's not so strong in flavor <clears throat> but the problem is it's expensive and again i haven't got deep pockets <clears throat> okay gabriel um gabriel uh lara cute oh lara, lara oh gosh gabriel <laughs> We should create a tap beer as powerful as kefir. Yeah, yeah, we should, we should, absolutely. Make it more of a communal thing. It's actually really, um, it is, it, honestly, it's a beautiful drink. It's not a medicine. It's, it's, it's not, a, it doesn't even taste like a health drink. It tastes far too good for that. There's organic dairy kefir, okay, too. Well, my one's organic. Organic anything is um, better than if it's got preservatives or be modified in some way. What is the recipe for your liquid kefir? Uh, that's from Henry. Henry, uh, Pavot or Pavo, um, I will instruct our hard-working team to also put a link into um, the end of the video, of the published video, for making kefir. I've got a good site for that. Kefir is, once you try it and you do the secondary fermentation, that's important. Secondary fermentation where you can throw fruit or anything in there. Wow. You can thank me afterwards. <clears throat> um, okay, the question from Henry, 
is a vitamin C um, spooky two frequencies and other mineral frequencies as effective as the vitamin and minerals themselves? No, you can never beat the real thing. <clears throat> so if you have got access to the vitamin C or the chemicals, use them. But you can actually use both. <clears throat> but practicality comes in as well. Some people may not be comfortable in consuming some of them of the health-giving compounds. Or you may have a few people in your family that you want to treat. Or you can do the whole house by using Scalar. Could you use the vitamin C as a suppository? Will heating it in cocoa butter destroy it? Okay, cocoa butter for a start doesn't need much heating to become liquid. It's 40 degrees to become a liquid. And you need to be over 50 degrees to start giving, doing damage to vitamin C. But vitamin C is water-soluble, so you wouldn't use cocoa butter as the base. Unless, of course, you're happy with the vitamin C keeping in the, as a powder. There's nothing wrong with that. But generally, suppositories, you do use a glycol-type base in that type of um, water-soluble um, chemical. <clears throat> Um, how much BHT will, uh, and where do you find the best BHT? BHT generally comes, you, you, you ask the supplier, I use 99.8% purity BHT. Um, if it's impure, chances are it's going to be a heavy metal. So you'd want to have as high as purity as possible. Um, and uh, Carmel is asking about colloidal self, uh, gold. Um, I have not made colloidal self, uh, <laughs> I'm getting tired. I have not made colloidal silver. Uh, gold myself, you can use a process similar to colloidal silver, but I've not done this myself, so I cannot give advice. Colloidal gold is supposed to be good for killing viruses, um, but I'm not in the position to tell you much about it. Um, Diane says, uh, Diane uh, Asbury is saying, if I... I'm going to help make Spooky 2 go viral. I hope viral meaning in the, in the good sense. Uh, this person's been running the um, Wuhan Corona 19 programs and they say good recovery. Diana, I, I, I guess that you must be one of the unlucky people that have had the symptoms. Um, well, yeah, I'd, I'd rather people get well rather than Spooky become famous. But if, if um, more people know about the options that are out there and know that there is at least one team of people that are doing everything they can to provide the latest frequencies, which are up-to-date, which are effective, and also applying the best ways of applying the frequencies, more people will survive. So good on you, Diane. Thanks for that. Um, Drugs used in Spain, I don't know whether Spain is using natural healing methods or even vitamin C intravenously, which I would actually put in the same category, or whether they're just going down the drug path. I don't know. There's nothing wrong with taking drugs to get well. Don't get me wrong. I'm not anti-drug. But I think that we should not disregard more other ways, which are proven, which are safer. And... Um, which are certainly cheaper. Can we use Spooky's chloroquine and other things? Well, you can do, talking about the frequencies for that, you can use frequencies for any drug, any compound, Michael, this Michael Corsi, um, 
you can use any. There's frequencies in the molecular weight database for virtually everything, except for kefir. <laughs> Maybe I should do one, shouldn't I? Um, so there's frequencies for everything, but it's not for us showing off. We just want to provide solutions for people. Um, okay. Um, Tina Hurston says, I have a GB4000. Can these remedies be transferred to a GB4000? Yes, they can, Tina. We're not going to say, um, you know, compare our products, our, our products with others, and it's not going to be a product push. We just want people to know that there are different ways of um, getting well, and drugs aren't the only way. If you've got a GB4000, you can apply frequencies, then do so. You can use the frequencies which are in the Spooky2 database. There's no problem with that. Um, the GB4000 has got a MOPA, which is a plasma set. And um, I don't know too much about it. Hopefully you can run the frequencies directly because then the pure frequencies are going into your body and it doesn't need a carrier frequency. Um, if it does need to carry a frequency, well, I'm sure that it will be doing some good to your body. The um, spooky plasma doesn't need a carrier, so you can apply each frequencies directly to your body without using any sort of harmonics. But maybe the GB4000 can do that, I'm not, so, not too sure. Um, now, Chris Gaylord is saying that rife frequencies are not sublimal. They're actual frequencies that kill the object of its frequencies. We understand that. You're saying if you have ones that you buy to uh, buy the best quality stereo, um, you can play it as loud as you require. But we have had reports, Chris, of people that have played low volume sounds of database frequencies for viruses, and it's helped. They have helped tremendously. So. Um, I know what you're saying, but I've also heard what they've said. So I'm just um, putting things through. Okay, how do you use vitamin C uh, glutathione with GenoTorex? And this is from Yola Jacob. Um, you use the database frequencies for those two compounds in the molecular weight, and you can then apply those frequencies to your body. Um, Okay, and uh, Chris, you're still talking about the um, audio frequencies. For things like smoking addiction, you can play those at a comfortable level. We'll, we'll focus today on the uh, coronavirus, but you are correct. Um, and Kim uh, Laney, we will be publishing this video later. The database updates. Now, this is important. I haven't touched on this. Spooky has formal releases of the program at the spooky2.com website. You can download that freely. The, the software is free, the database is free, and you can use the database for any other type of equipment. Um, you can run the software in emulation mode, and then it's as if you've got spooky generators connected. It's not just, you don't need to have spooky to run it. Um, the very, very latest updates are kept on my personal website. My personal website is cancerclinic.co.nz. 
there you will find almost daily updates of the program as I make subtle changes in the program I put the new versions up but very importantly I have updates of the base pair which is the DNA and RNA database download that one it's updated at least every two days and run the installer the installer will place the database into your current spooky2 installation and you will then have all the information from the scientists through the world which is given freely by the way um, for everyone to use so every fully sequenced genome everything from viruses from um, from for fruit flies to us to everything is in that database there's two different versions there's one which is non-human which will be the fruit fly one and the human one which is the one which is relevant for our discussion today so install that it's not very large and it will update your database then you re either refresh the database or restart spooky and you're good to go you search for the severe acute and that will show all the COVID-19 um, strains that have been sequenced new ones are being sequenced all the time so it pays to keep up to date other other issues as well it's not just the COVID-19 there's other viruses which are also updated the world is full of good people good scientists which give the information for free this information should not be turned into frequencies and unsold for just to line someone's pocket they should be available for free and this is what spooky is doing <clears throat> okay and we're talking about toothache um, and sound systems yeah <clears throat> sound <clears throat> time for kefir again guys <clears throat> excuse me for 10 seconds <clears throat> oh, I love that. <laughs> I'm going to have some after the summer as well. Yeah, you can do sound for a lot of things, even toothache. Uh, okay. Um, okay. Uh, if you delete old fragrance, uh, old virus fragrances, would this same virus be mutating worldwide at the same time? This is from uh, Nola Jacob. <clears throat> Only viruses which are in the world are in the DNA database of Spooky. Some viruses become truly extinct. They're no longer there. They may keep the genome sequence information for scientific purposes, but almost certainly they'll be removed from the Spooky2 database. We don't want to, <clears throat> we don't want to show off and say, hey, we've got 200,000 entries in the database when half of them are not relevant or half of them are only in the laboratories and not wild we only want to have frequencies that people will use frequencies which are from fully sequenced genomes not partially sequenced <clears throat> so they're useful and they're accurate uh, what is a superb pre a frequency oh superb I didn't say superb, it must be my accent. Spooky 2 has presets. They are presets which have been developed 
especially for the coronavirus. You click on the preset and Spooky automatically chooses the database frequencies, sets up all the parameters to how you're going to apply these frequencies. And then you just press go. It makes life a lot easier. Okay, uh, and Kamala um, asking about using Scalar <clears throat> for remote treatments. We found that you can use nails between the Scalar units for remote treating. It does work, but it's nowhere near as effective as using a spooky remote. <clears throat> Monica says it doesn't look like it's every two days. It is. <laughs> it is two days. Uh, Monica, if you uh, maybe you've got to up, uh, refresh your browser. For the last month, it's been every two days I've updated the base pair database. Ever since the coronavirus has been biting, um, I've taken it on myself to harvest the information from many sources and process the information and create the frequencies. The last update was yesterday. Um, I actually check the um, the sources every day, but I find that scientists seem to like to have a day off, <laughs> and so they work every second day. But um, Monica, believe me, it's every second day. Um, it would be every day, quite frankly, if I could get um, the information every day. And uh, Paul Reimers makes the point that if you have a small wobble with the database frequencies for the coronavirus, you'll very likely hit all the strings. Very good point. Thank you for bringing that up. And Spooky, of course, can do the wobbles easily. Um, and John is asking, can the frequency for coronavirus be played on a loop on an Android phone? Yes, it, it can be. Uh, okay, uh, Rita uh, Zekelmeyer says, I've been extremely cautious and was attacked in my eyes, and the rife treatment killed it. That's when I knew it enters the eyes and the ears. But I'm pleased that you found some way of, of um, healing yourself. Okay, uh, eyes and ears again. Super bug frequency. Please let me know what it is. This is what Lisa Marie is asking. Superbug frequency. I don't know. Which, which superbug are we talking with? There's, there's a lot of superbugs out there. If you can give me a scientific name or the strain that it is, then I can do a search and I can give us a firm answer. In fact, you can do this yourself. You can search within Spooky for anything. And I generally plug in a, a strain name. It's just generally a set of numbers and characters. It's a code that they give for each strain that I can tell whether I already have a strain or not, whether it's in the database. Okay, do do do, thumbing through the questions. Cold laser, is that effective? Cold laser is most suited for blood purific uh, purification, and so yes, it is. You can use cold laser on your wrist. Um, or up your nose where there's uh, veins close to the surface of your skin um, will definitely be beneficial. There are different frequencies on the Facebook group, which is the best? The best is the most recent Abby. Abby shouldn't ask the question. Um, 
different frequencies. There are a lot of frequencies. There's a lot of advice on the um, internet as well for combating. Oh my goodness, am I ever going to go through this all? Um, I'm going to start speeding up my answers. Um, generally, take any advice with, with a grain of salt. If, it, if, there's, if it's from someone that has got any um, commercial interest in anything, including myself with spooking, think hard about whether the advice is good. I am spooky, so everything I tell you may be tainted. Every, every source, you've got to think, well, where is this person? You know, what, what interests does he have? Never let your guard down. Yeah, including me. I might be one of the bad guys. <laughs> okay. Um, and Natalie Hoffman is asking about training. Go to spooky2-videos.com and you'll find that there's um, a lot of online tuition for Spooky. Uh, there's also spooky2support.com where you can type in questions. Okay, I'm going to have to go through very quickly. Sorry if I do miss your question. It may have been answered before. And most of them have been. Um, actually, Rita Zekome is saying it's like a weird sci-fi movie. That's exactly what I was thinking too. When, now, now, China is always filled with people. When I was driving through the streets midday and there's no cars, no people, Nothing, just the odd stray animals. There was an, um, an increase in stray animals because people were releasing them. Very, very sad. Um, it truly felt like a science fiction movie. It felt totally surreal. Yeah, very, 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 very strange. Um, yes, we'll... Um, Michael plus we will give links for the recipes um, Okay uh, If you a question from Tina Houston, I'll answer your question if you want to see just how much the coronavirus is changing go to go to nextstrain.org This n-e-x-t s-t-r-a-i-n org nextstrain.org and make sure you're sitting down because you'll see the family tree of the coronavirus and you'll be humbled you'll see just in graphic detail how much the virus has you made uh, mutated the frequencies which were the dna frequencies which you developed on the 23rd of february are no longer applicable they're obsolete You've got to pay for them, by the way. <laughs> uh, okay, someone else is saying that the rife frequencies, uh, rife treatments are good. It is a shame that Royal Rife and his work has been suppressed by mainstream. It is a real shame. Maybe through this catastrophe, more it'll raise people's awareness of other ways of treating health issues. Okay, El Clooney is saying, use tri-quench iodine to nebulize, not Lugos. Well, I know not Lugos, but I don't know what tri-quench is, but I've put your recommendation out there. 
A.K. Um, Steve Lebo saying that he's using um, an oxygen generator with uh, can canola. I don't know whether that will be beneficial. Uh, what remote frequency sets can I recommend? Uh, John Van asks that John's been on before. John, use the preset that is for remote for the coronavirus. There are, I believe, two there in Spooky. Uh, okay, um, Chris Gaylord is saying about, um, yeah, um, I'll try and keep things, we, we won't focus on who and why, we'll focus on what, we'll focus on us during the summer. And just for the record, I, I do agree with you. Okay. And, uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, gosh, really, the questions are coming, coming, coming. Um, uh, yes. Uh, now, Nola Jacob is saying they've seen videos of Chinese people suddenly collapsing and going into convulsions. Now, this is actually something really, really sad. What you've seen are people that had had the virus, they'd recovered. But what the virus does is interfere with the nerves between your brain and your lungs. Your brain tells your lungs how to function. Now, the people that you see collapsing, they may not have the virus inside their body, but their lung function has become dysfunctional. And quite, to put it straight, they're not breathing. And they collapse through asphyxiation. They can be standing there looking perfectly normal, not coughing, no, no outward symptoms, and then they just collapse. It's going to happen not just in China, in other countries as well. If people that have recovered, their bodies are not 100% functional. Their lungs may have permanent damage. They've done studies where they have got only 80% of lung function after becoming fully healed. So it's important to hit the virus at the prevention stage and only go into the emergency stage if you have to. El uh, Crunia says GB4000 has a carrier frequency. That's a shame. Use the RF amplifier attachment okay okay so if you have a gb2000 you can use you can use frequencies but you've got to use a carrier this is a shame but it, it's still it's better than nothing right um the mms protocol come i don't really know enough about mms to talk about it it may help it may help a lot but I, i'm only giving advice on things which i've personally tried and personally tried for a while, and that I've seen good results from. Uh, Peter Vanderhoof from, um, and you're from Australia. Oh, sorry to hear that. I'm not, just kidding. I actually love Australia, and Australians aren't too bad. <laughs> it's just the Australian sense of humour. I know I can get away with it. Um, you're paying double because of exchange rates and total lockdown in New Zealand. Um, there's no more access to natural vitamins and minerals. 
and supplements. It's crazy. They now legislate vitamins. They're now saying that vitamins are like drugs. Like, isn't that crazy? It's beyond crazy. But no, no, so I've gave a promise. I'm not going to talk things like this. Uh, just do your best, Peter. We're up against a lot of problems and we can only do what we can do. If you can get them by any ways, um, do so. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Earl Clooney is saying, Cancer well, what is my website? Cancerclinic.co.nz. It's one word, cancer clinic, one word, .co.nz. That's like an informal spooky website. That's my personal website. When I do uh, changes and I want the changes out there, I, I immediately throw it out onto my website. And so things like the database, which change very, very regularly. I can't publish it at the spooky2.com website myself. I've got to get other people to do it. And that's a nightmare and it takes a long time. I want the information out now so people can use it now. I want you to have um, the information out free so people don't have to spend $15 on other commercial programs. They can use better programs, more up-to-date programs, programs that are more relevant. Now, okay. Uh, uh, well, uh, El Clooney is saying any validity to, you know, there's a lot of things saying about different viruses being um, morphed into the uh, COVID virus. I really don't know. And it's really beyond the summer. All I know is that this virus is very nasty. It's very smart. It's the most contagious virus I've, I've ever known. Uh, it's almost like you've got to look at someone sideways and you've got it. Uh, uh, Lisa Marie's asking about 5G, maybe. Um, and can it help get rid of the balance? Well, Scalar will do this. But I won't answer the question in detail because it's not really pertaining to the coronavirus. Um, Diane is saying, I'm sorry, but you do not sound well at all. Hey, Diane, don't worry. I'm actually really well, like really well. Um, it's just that I don't talk very much and my voice is not a very strong voice. And I don't normally do a terrific lot of talking during the day and then my voice gets hoarse and everything. But no, I'm a, I'm a bubble of beans. Don't worry about me. Um, I, spent, I was up very late last night preparing the information, making sure the information was high quality. Um, so I'm a little bit tired, but no, I'm, I'm really, really well. But thanks for the concern. And what harmonic wobbles being asked by George is good for um, the mutations. Because frequencies are precise, if you're applying a RNA base pair frequencies and you want to also target the strains, do something like a 0.025% frequency wobble. It's a 0.025% wobble. Um, so that's that, and uh, am I getting close to the end? I hope so. More uh, Jeff Murray, that's like conspiracy theory, and I actually <laughs> I actually agree with this conspiracy theory, but we'll, we'll stick to things which are more than just theories, they're facts, and um, it hasn't been proven right. 
okay, dum, dum. okay. Now Kamala Walker is saying Kamala Walker is also saying keys, taps, front door, back door, gates, car door handles. Good. Yep, I missed those before. So spray those as well. Um, don't spray your pet cat, <laughs> and if you can catch catch her. Uh, and oh, if you are recovering from the virus, let's say you've had the virus and you're recovering. The question Karen is asking is what frequency should we run? Well, run tissue restoration programs in Spooky. There's other programs which help your body restore proper cellular function. Uh, and how can Uh, someone's talking about immunization, but it's beyond the scope of this summer. Sorry, Tina. There are ways because there's common proteins, even if there's mutations. Uh, <laughs> uh, Natalie Hoffman says, thank you very much. I'm very kind. Well, you know, this information needs to go out. I was devastated when I heard that this conference was, was cancelled. Cancelled because these guys didn't have the courage to put the information out there. How sad is that? Anyway, shouldn't be saying that. Five uh, uh, G's come up again. It's a hot topic. Uh, how? One for each application. Uh, oh, okay. For a homemade version of the nebulizer for um, in the nebulizing iodine. Um, just use one or two drops into whatever amount of water the nebulizer holds. It's not a precise thing. Just water it down a tremendous amount, and it should be okay. I'm now going through the Q&A part of it. <coughs> Gosh, I've done a lot of talking. I'm going to now finish. Um, oh, search for um, the words recovery and restore in the database, Karen. You'll find the programs there. Okay, a q and A. I'm going to go through this so fast. Um, okay, that's um, Frank Post has just uh, told me about an update um, in, in, the, in his country. Uh, I mean, that's good, but we'll just thunder on through. Um, now, Michael is asked, how does Spooky Scan detect the virus? And how does it kill it? Okay, Michael, ha have a wander to um, spooky2.com. That, that's the launch place to go to all the documentation. You'll find information there, but also spooky2support.com. It's a spooky digitizer, which is quite possibly the, um, the most accurate way of detecting the virus. And all the answers will be there. I'm sorry if it sounds like a, a, a sales plug. If there are alternative um, devices out there which were affordable, I'd mention them too. But this is one that we have developed, which we know is very, very precise, and it gives frequencies back. And um, you'll find more information on there, <clears throat> on those sites that I've mentioned. Okay, and I'll catch all the mutations as well. Um, Michael Corsi said that answers that question there. <clears throat> And Rob, um, we'll publish the, um, the video, so don't worry about that. And, oh my goodness. 
I'm, uh, this is, uh, Joseph, you asked me what spooky system would I recommend? I can't, I'm not in the position to, to give a spooky to system recommendations. There's definitely like a sales thing and I really try and avoid pushing the product as possible. I'm only really promoting the technology that Spooky2 has. Um, okay, so but uh, if you go to the Spooky2 more, there is a chat facility and you can talk to um, one of our lovely girls there, our support girls. There's a little box that comes up in the bottom right corner. So that's Spooky2-more, M-A-L-L. Dot com. <clears throat> um, okay. Uh, do I know anything about UVC light? Well, I do know about UV light, Amanda. We make products that have UVC, UV light, but this is our Miramate um, range. If you go to miramate.com, that's M-I-R-A-M-A-T-E.com, you'll see flash. Miramate Flash, and that's a UV uh, machine that kills viruses in uh, microseconds. So you can use that for disinfecting um, surfaces as well. <clears throat> and there's a lot that the, that device can do, including um, uh, removing, you know, um, fixing acne. Yeah. What products can you think of that you don't have to pay hundreds of dollars over the course of a year? You just use flash and flash flash the um, acne, and um, the acne just disappears. Not many products do that. In fact, I think none do, apart from ours. Uh, so have a have a wander over there. That's also a product you can use for um, you know surface treating things for the coronavirus. Pardon me. Yeah, so if you've got something which is um, which can't be dampened, like a keyboard, I suppose, flash would be good for that. Okay, well, yeah. Ron Arcana says, if you don't stop, you'll keep getting questions and comments forever. Now, isn't that the truth? <laughs> well... Okay, now, well, um, that's, that's, that's a very, very, uh, it's a very wise comment, and I'm going to um, stop here. It has been a bit of a marathon, Nolly, you're right, but it's been worthwhile because it's information that needed to be put out there. Um, I'm hoping it hasn't come across as an information, information if, it, if it has, I'm sorry. Um, I'm not a salesperson, I'm not really involved in that side of things, but... I am interested in giving solutions and answers to health problems that are out there. That's why we have SAMR. We don't hold SAMRs to sell products. In fact, I tell um, our experts to try and avoid talking about Spooky, even if they have Spooky products themselves that they're using. The focus is more on providing solutions that our users may not be aware of or other people. We want to improve the health of people and ultimately we want to empower people with choice so that they can decide what the best methods they can use to improve their health 
and take control over their own lives. And take control is actually a slogan that we use with speaking. We want people to take control of their own lives, not rely on other people to keep healthy. And we want our users, our friends, our loved ones, and everyone who treads on the earth to live a long, long life and a fruitful life. A life where they can actually do things, fulfill their purpose, whatever it may be. And they can continue to pass the love forwards as well. And this is ultimately what life is all about. I believe that we, in virtually every nation, have been let down by people in power. I think their focus has been on numbers instead of on their moral responsibility to keep people alive, happy and well. Well, let's fill the gap and do that ourselves. You all know how miserable it is, how terrible it is to be sick and how amazing it is to feel well, have the energy, and how that, that, that amazing feeling you get when you pass that love forwards, when you help other people to also reach that level. When you help people secretly, when you donate money to charities, hospitals, orphanages, the homeless, the helpless, and, you're, and you yourself who are giving the money or donating your time are uh, not knowing what you're doing is gracious and it's hidden. Those blessings are the most important. Thank you, everybody, for tolerating me for such a long time. I'll do the maths, eight, nine, two and a half hours. I've done two and a half months worth of talking. I think the most important message I'd like to give before I pull the plug is to prepare as much as you can before the event. Even if it sounds a bit over the top, just do it. Trust Uncle John, buy the masks if you can, buy the vitamin C, learn about how to make liposomal products. Learn as much as you can how to take after, after yourself. I'll be posting at the bottom of the video the links, or my, my colleagues will. Take whatever precautions you can to survive for long periods of time um, being locked down. And give advice to others as well good advice try not to focus too much on gosh where the virus came from and whose fault it is and this we can talk about that later but right now it's an emergency when a boat's shipping you don't worry about the 
shape of the iceberg, you scramble for the boats. We can discuss the colour of the iceberg later. This is an emergency. Let's do the things that our governments should be doing. Let's do it ourselves. Let's stay alive. I want just, I want all of you to live a long, long time. Take care, everybody. Please keep passing the love forwards. Thank you for joining me. This has been a record seminar. To me, it's the, um, it's been the um, most important seminar, most important seminar I've ever held. It's, um, I'm, I'm from New Zealand. My family, my friends, I've got a lot in New Zealand. And they're now going through what I've been through. My father's 90 and the older you are, the more you're at risk. I could not imagine a life without them. I hope that my advice is used by them. And I hope that they, they all live. Take care.